Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Hardcore Listing. The podcast. Greetings, travellers. Welcome to Hardcore Listing. My name is Michael Kane. My name is Christopher Glasson. Sat opposite me is uh, my handsome, ashy friend, Stuart Roy Riffin. Ashy? Do you mean because I'm grey? Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How are um, you? I'm all right, mate. Yeah, I'm pretty bloody tip-top, actually. I'm off on a stag do with all my mates in a minute, although I have just been slagging off the uh, organisation of it. Um, so that'll be a good laugh. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully I don't get too smashy wonko. So I've... this is your mate that was ex-military, isn't it? Yes. Is there going to be squaddies there? No. Oh. I don't think I so. I really Thank wanted there to be God. lots of alpha male squaddies and you trying to kind of do what you do. And like, because I just imagine you'd end up in a really bad place, tied to I, something with your pecker. I get carried away. I've got low willpower. I'm easy. I'm very incorrigible. Very easily Mate, led. I'm stupid. easily. I really am easily led Attention and stupid. And, oh yeah. God! Whenever I'm near some of your more wacky mates, like Jill or Justin or uh, Cunt, I can't help but want to play up with them. I can't. Yeah. I get too excited. Yeah. Um, I can't help it. It's it's a failing in my uh, personality. It's a let's, great. Let, let's, it's great. let's not start opening the door on your failings, mate. We've only got forty minutes to get okay, this one done. Okay, all right. Well, let's, uh, if if you haven't been to hardcore listening before, other than discussing my failings, we discuss top fives, mm. um, and we have a bloody old good old crack at the same time. We also have sponsors. So how about we have a word from those? Okay, first up, we have a brand new message from our sponsor, love-beer.co.uk. Charles says, we're delivering to home and office bars in and around London, including Essex, Kent, Hertfordshire and more. We're a one-stop shop for everything you need to pour a beer at home, from installation of the equipment through to delivering kegs straight to the bar. This year, with rugby and World Cups, we're also developing our hire equipment with a quick and easy-to-use solution to have kegs at home. For about three twenty a pint, we can install a keg with all the equipment you need to pour beer for up to two weeks. Yes, yes. All the equipment we provide can dispense up to two kegs at the same time. So if you wanted a lager and one of my amazing craft beers we featured previously on the podcast, then the per pint cost will be even lower and the equipment we use will keep it pouring properly for the full two weeks without you having to do a thing. 
The only thing you have to do is go to love-beer.co.uk. The world can seem like a strange and sometimes dangerous place. With Summer Academy helping you with your martial arts training, you can always feel safe. Dangerous loners are everywhere. They come across as harmless board game geeks or indie music fanatics, but the reality is far more sinister. Yes, yes. Wrenchy Simon James has been training karate for over 32 years and teaching for 28. He knows through first-hand experience that martial arts can give you the stress release you've been looking for. It can teach you life lessons along with fitness and, more importantly, peace. At Sama, he teaches karate, kickboxing, tai chi and MMA to all ages, from children as young as four to the very elderly, even Stu. What? Aside from that, he also teaches ladies self-defence, self-defence courses, team building courses, corporate training days, apprenticeships to become a martial arts instructor for Sama. Yeah, he even teaches a parent and baby self-defence course. That's defence while carrying your child, not defence against maniacal murder babies, because we all know there's no defence against them. So go hit Simon up at sama-academy.co.uk. There you go. Thank you, our bloody lovely sponsors. Um, also, there's a way that, um, like our sponsors, you can support the podcast. And the way that you can support Hardcore Listing is to become a Patreon. And so what you do, if you subscribe to Patreon, you can s- just sign up for a month um, and you're not sort of tied into anything or anything like that. You can just try it for a month. Go, if you've got a lot of time on your hands, sign up for a month, rinse the back catalogue because there's probably 300 episodes uh, on there that have never been released to the public. Um, each week um, we upload the videos of all the episodes so you can watch this one and, and all the other episodes that we record uh, ad-free. Uh, and also I put up mixtapes and there's Spotify playlists and, and we have little sort of chits and chats with people um, and also we do the live show. Once a month we do a live show uh, for Patreons uh, on Zoom and so you can then join in, you can suggest top fives and, and there's just a really lovely gang of people over there that have now got their own gang and go out to, uh, they, some of them come with a toothbrush last weekend. Um, it's a cult, it's a cult, let's not. It's yeah, a cult sorry, now. we're dressing it up here. We're dressing it up, but yeah, it is, it is a cult. We've created but, a cult. Um, Help us. But it's a bloody lovely monster we've created, and mm-hmm. um, but yeah, aside from all of that side of things, you're essentially supporting the podcast by becoming a patron, and you can find out by watching a video uh, for free if you go over to Patreon, p a t r e o n dot com forward slash hardcore listing. Go and watch that video for free. Uh, the link will be in the bio to pretty much everything that we've done, or just go to our website, hardcore listing. .co.uk uh, and the video is really fun um, you'll see some very recognisable faces on there you'll see Miss Gal Porter you will see Scroobius Pip uh, all telling you why you shouldn't become patrons uh, of a bit this, of reverse uh, psychology clever <laughs> yeah see what we've done there essentially we're clever master manipulators we'll pull you in before you know it, you'll be out you on in. a fucking exactly. sex craze murder spree that we've yeah. uh, that we've created I think that's a great anyway. way to plug that. Uh, hardcore listing, uh, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash hardcore listing. Today's top five uh, was my idea because I was sat in a sweaty mess when I thought of it. Top five sweaty messes that you've been mm. in. I'm sure you've been in a few. Um, Quite. Don't know. Don't know why I, I um, said that. I mean, we're recording this on the 22nd. Um, which is, you know, at the tail end, this is the Friday, it's the tail end of a week of record temperatures. Um, mm-hmm. And it has been really hot. Uh, and everybody's been, like, panic-buying fans. 
Mm. Um, I know we've done the ice cream episode, which I believe will be out by now. Uh, you go to the shops, the freezers were empty. Um, uh, you know, people were doing like little ideas to kind of stay cool by eating frozen peas. And uh, oh god, is that, is that on really, Instagram? No, no, I'm just joshing. It's just the kind of stay cool. High... Pop a frozen Brussels sprout up your aries. It probably would cool you down and heat you up in another way as well. Yeah, win-win. Win-win. That's right, mate. Good top tip there. Um, Yeah, the best way for us to like like to celebrate these record-breaking heat waves that have got nothing to do with what we've been doing to planet Earth is to buy a fan or aircon and have that on blast for five days. That sounds like that sounds like um, it's probably making the situation worse. Let's uh, let's move away from me being an absolute hippie. Who's going first? Uh, uh, yeah, I'll go first. Go on then. Uh, I've made a note and I can't read what I've put. Mm, okay. Maybe it was too hot. Ah, uh, maybe. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you know what? I'll go for a, 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 a serious one, which was one of the hottest situations I've ever found myself in, right? Mm, sexy uh, hot. No. No. Went oh, to okay. see uh, my little brother in Australia mm. and uh, and took the kids uh, sandboarding, uh, which uh, don't fucking do a little... <laughs> it's not snowboarding. No, like, no. J- just, <laughs> no, to no. Clar- just to clarify. I was imagining actually how hot that was. Yeah. All right. Fucking Tony Hawk. And like, but uh, let me just point out that I don't like to bang on about it, but... You know, I had a background, you know, I used to love, love me skateboarding mm-hmm. and, uh, and yeah, and I'm just a, a rad guy and, mm. and I just, I found myself in a, in a country where I couldn't, couldn't skate or there was no snow, obviously. So I just thought, do you know what? I've just got. Did you invent it uh, then? Is that where we're going? As, 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 as a, as somebody is, that is an adrenaline junkie, mm. I needed, I needed, you know, a fix, <laughs> a I needed an injection. Uh, yeah. and so, um, we went out into. Uh, the sand hills and and done snowboarding, sandboarding, um, which was really fucking great. Mm. Um, but when it's insane level hot, yeah, and you have to keep walking back up a hill with your board, and then you turn around and you sit on the board or whatever, or you stand on the it's board, whatever you want to do, and then you go steaming down the thing and, and you invariably fall off and then you just get up and your arms and legs that are soaked in sweat are just literally, you look like a fab. You've just rolled in hundreds and thousands oh, and God. you're just literally caked in boiling hot sand on like your sticky, sweaty skin. Um, it was fucking great sandboarding uh, and it was Don't a really, really fun experience, mm. but it was hot, really fucking hot. Uh, and when I just, whenever, when you said, oh, let's do sweatiest messies, I just thought I was sweaty and I was an absolute mess. I was just oh, caked in sand. There's and, nothing uh, worse. When I, when I was a kid, I used to hate the beach because I, I just have these visions of getting sand in my crotch and it just rubbing on the inside of my thighs and like just by my tiny little balls and my, my sack was just red raw. And I can still I, remember it now and like just being like hot and like having my nuts all irritated. I really struggle with people that don't like beaches. I like beaches now, but like, yeah. like when I, I was just a kid, like, I didn't. 
I don't like it that I'm go- I'm not going to go back and start ranting about fucking IB for and pool parties. Mm. But like, <laughs> if you're in the sun and the, you know, why have you got to go and sit around a fucking pool and, and pose when you can literally dive just sit on a beach and then dive in the ocean? Like, I was lucky that I got an afternoon in Barcelona last week to to go and swim in the sea. Oh. Uh, and it was just fucking incredible. How hot? Like, how was warm was the sea? Was it quite cold? It's fine. Like because it was so hot anyway, you just couldn't wait to get in there and, and cool off. And it's the first time I've been in the sea since probably South End with Pip like a year ago. Uh, a very different experience, uh, and and the water was a hell of a lot cleaner. But um, it's just stunning. And but yeah, so when I think of sweaty messes, and I just think yeah, I was a mess that day. So oh, that's my number five. That's a- Sweaty having sand over you on a fucking pass. Right, this is an event that we were both at. And I completely forgot about this because we always talk about the music. But but I, I, I don't think we've ever really focused on oh fuck me. Um hold on, I just have to hang out there. Um is is V ninety seven watching the prodigy. Mm, that was a hot day, wasn't it? That was it was a hot day and waiting for them to come on. It was rammed that 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 crowd, and before they'd even come on, you you get you start slipping into that crowd, and then at some point you are sweating your bollocks off, covered in the sweat of your own sweat and everyone around you. It is like you came out of that like out of that crowd dripping, and like literally you could see the steam. Like of of a night, you could see the steam just raising off of the fucking crowd. It wasn't. It wasn't like for sh- for some right same reason. I was so excited, and you did get a bit of a cool breeze that um, it didn't bother me. But I do remember, like when that finished, coming out of that crowd, going, "What the fuck?" I don't think I'd ever been that been that sweaty or sweat yeah. covered in my entire life. Um, and but that was entirely one hundred percent worth it, and like you know that is a mem- that is a memory I can remember looking up and being maybe like five meters back from the front, maybe ten, and looking up at that stage just in expectation they wheeled on that big weird ant type thing they had, and just being like melting hot, but also like just absolutely could not wait yeah and then obviously, when the crowd starts going and everyone's jumping up and down it like it was just an absolute insane sweaty sauna sweat mess that was wonderful uh, i've never been so grateful to be covered in another man's uh, sweat before see some bits and pieces prodigy back out playing live this yeah, week yeah that's uh, good that's good um yeah uh, great reviews like obviously first gigs back with, with without the the, the 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 sad loss of Keith, but um, from what I'm I've I've heard and the reviews from people that have been to see him, uh, incredible, absolutely incredible, and no surprise, you know, Liam Howley uh, and Maxine uh, uh, are incredible, and yeah, I'd like to go and we should we should go and try and revisit the prodigy. We should go and we you know we should go to a gig. And, oh, I'd uh, love that, Stuart. I'd love that. I really would. I'm wondering we might not have not together. Something. No, no, yeah, no, no. Of course, that's not. <laughs> Oh, yeah. well, I mean, of course we'd go, yeah. we'd go separately with our other mates, wouldn't we? I've yeah. got loads of mates. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll switch mine up then because my number four mm. will be uh, is, is a gig. Uh, okay. And gr- growing up in the early 90s and going to see indie bands, it was always, you know, crowd surfing. Not that I crowd surfed. 
I'll be lying if I said I did. But um, but you know, you'd always like to be down. Is the he front too cool and, for crowd surfing then? No, just too scared. Um, oh, okay. All right. uh, yeah. And so I'll be, you know, you'd be in the. I don't know if you'd even call it a mosh pit then, but you'd be jumping around down the front to all of these indie bands. It'd be brilliant. Um, and we would do it weekly. You know, we'd 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 go to all sorts of clubs where there'd be bands, and you know, it was a, a weekly thing for us for uh, for years. Um, go back about eight years, and one of those bands I used to go and see when I was a kid was the Wonder Stuff. And uh, and the Wonder Stuff had uh, announced that they were going to come and play in. South End, a very small venue called Chinnery's, um, lovely venue, and uh, and I was like, I'm going to go and see the Stuffies in this small venue in South End. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, and I went with cunt and thought, right, we're going to have a. We had a few beers before in the pub, and then walked down, and it's along the seafront, the venue, and uh, and dipped in there. The people that run it are friends of mine. It's a lovely, lovely setup. It was just at the makings of a perfect night. Out comes Miles and the Wonder Stuff, and they just go bang, hit after hit after hit. But about two hit, two hit sings, singles in, I couldn't control myself. I was like, I've got to go down the front and jump around. And I probably would have been at the time, I don't know, 42, 43. And I went mental uh, and loved it. And just, when I go to gigs now, I don't really necessarily jump around, yeah. but... I just felt 18 again. Yeah. And then when it finished, I remember feeling a lot more exhausted than I used to feel after gigs. <laughs> and I walked out of Chinneries onto the seafront and I hadn't... The, the feeling that really took me back and the nostalgia hit more than anything was that walking out of a venue with a sweaty T-shirt yeah. and the cold, hair, the cold air hit yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was Amazing. like, oh, my God, I've not felt that for a long time. And it felt brilliant, just a bit pissed, like getting out of a venue, like buzzing from the gig, soaked in sweat, and that cold air hits you. And then, obviously, then you get pneumonia. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was that, that was, I remember just that sweatiness and getting that, that hit of cold air. So, yeah, that's oh, my number four. Oh, that's incredible. I didn't pick it, but you give me mass nostalgia. Like when I, when I my raving days, and I used to like drum. Like well, I still do like drum and bass. Love it, but I remember like from like nineteen onwards when I started going to all the different drum and bass raves, like in London and Birmingham. There was nothing better than just you. You, you go into those like some of them would be in more the smaller clubs or the bigger venues, but you just get just be steaming hot and you just be dancing your fucking tits off. And it was just amazing. There was just nothing more enjoyable for me. I, I would say there was no, that was the height of my pleasure when I was like between eighteen to twenty-two is being at a drum and bass club, dancing and just going fucking crazy. Yes, I was taking drugs, but I wouldn't say that was the the, Ooh, the, the main hard. thing. Um, yeah, you know, just yeah, thirty, forty pills. Do you know what I mean? But um, you know, just doing that and just 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 doing smack into my eyes and stuff like that while tripping balls and. Um, you know, just being a rock and roll star, but no, just none of that. Just the, just being in a sweaty club, and that lasted right through into my twenties, and like going to clubs like Alibi in East London, which were like tiny, sweaty places. Even the sunrooms when we used to DJ, and the sweat would be dripping off the ceiling. There's something wonderful about that, and that 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 you say that absolute 
that feeling of just coming out of a wonderful night that you've just had into that cold air, or it doesn't even have to be that cold, but you get the breeze. Mm. What a fucking feeling that is. It's a very uh, life-affirming. Uh, right, where am I going to go now then? My number four. Um, I am going to do uh, Tough Mudder. So we've got some announcements to come up anyway, about some like maybe some exercise and, and some stuff we're going to do. Um, and so the last few weeks I've started to try and like get, like stretch the legs out and get myself into a bit of condition. I tried running the other day on that hottest day and the day before. That was fucking... I, I went at like 7am, and uh, but when I was coming back on my run about half eight, it was... Uh, I made it sound like I just did an hour and a half run there. I didn't go out till half seven, actually. Coming back about half eight and the sun had come up, I was like, fuck me. Yeah, that was hard. But I did Tough Mudder about four or five years ago. I've never done any sort of marathon, any run for money, anything like that ever in my life. Fuck that. And I thought I'd train. It'd be a good reason to get myself fit and healthy. And I just didn't do any training. And um, the night before, I was at Round Pips, stuffing my face with flipping cheeseburger pizzas from Domino's, watching UFC at like fucking 4am in the morning. And... uh, and then, like on the Sunday, because that was I'm sure that was a Friday. On the Sunday, I had this uh, this run, and I just thought, "Fuck me, I am going to be struggling." And I, I'm not joking. We got to the front of the queue. We got to no, we got in the queue from the car park, and I fucking forgot my ticket. Idiot. And I had to run back to the car, which was only about five minutes away. And I was three minutes into the run, just back to the car. I hadn't even started fucking Tough Muddy yet. And I was fucking knackered. <laughs> I just thought, this is going to be the worst day of my life. And it was fucking baking hot. And they went, oh, my mate, who, uh, Matt Gilbert, love very much. was like, oh, great news. This is one of the longer versions of Tough Mudder. So it was like, you know, extra, extra, like the limit of normally how far you, you run on these fucking courses. So I think it was... 10k with with assault with assault courses i think something like that or 14k i can't remember and then um and the only thing that got me through this there was two saving graces is that some of the assault courses had like cold water in but like i mean to an extent i don't know if that was a good or bad thing because it was like absolutely bracingly bracingly cold um and then the other thing that got me through was one of matt's mates we had to pick. We we went got round his to his house or whatever time it was for us to drive up to wherever it was like uh it was like Cambridge or something like that. And his mate had been on the fucking he'd been on the lash that night to about four or five in the morning, and he'd been on the fucking nose bag. He'd been drinking, smoking like compulsively, and he uh and we woke him up to pick him up to go to this thing. And the only thing that got me through that assault course that day was going, no matter what I'm feeling like, that guy must literally be in hell running around that fucking course. And on the drive up there, he was just constantly smoking as well. So like in a sweaty car and you just got some lad just trying to survive via sovereigns. It was a minging day, I tell you. It was a minging day. But I'd done it. I obviously got, I think I came first. Oh, did you? Yeah, I came first. Oh, right. Where can I Google that result? You don't need to, don't need to, to put that up on the artwork, no, wouldn't you? So you must have. Go, no, no, go and grab your medal and we'll get a picture. No, of no, your no, medal. no, because they went to give me something because they said it was like a world, something like a um, Leld 
Deckard or something. It sounded like Del Deckard or something like that. And they oh, said, okay. and they said that you know, but I didn't bother remembering what they said. But they said it's like this 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 incredible time. And they wanted to give me a a, a badge or something. And I just said black belts don't take badges. Right. That's it. Black belts don't acknowledge achievements. Oh, okay. Um, so I just didn't accept it. And they Fair they right. also had a fake name down as well. So if you look it up, you won't see my name. Oh, oh, humble, humble. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna um I'm gonna talk about a time. Uh, one of the one of the holidays. Uh, obviously, it's well documented the amount of times my holidays have gone wrong, from <laughs> losing the luggage to the clutch falling out of my car. My car's yeah. now died as well. Uh, this week, uh, and uh, and also um, just just quickly Barcelona, just to give you a little snapshot into that one. Um, uh, went to our friend's house at five a.m. Uh, who was driving to the airport, and uh, get there at five a.m. because we was flying at eleven. Uh, he comes to the door all dishevelled in his pants. He's like, <laughs> "All right," and I'm like, "All right," and he's like. <laughs> He said, did you not get the email? I was like, no. He said, EasyJet emailed us at half two this morning. This is at like five o'clock in the morning. Like They emailed us at half two in the morning just to say that the flight's been cancelled. Excellent. So uh, so went home, then got told that the flights had been rescheduled to seven, no, 5 p.m. So uh, got to the airport 5 p.m., nothing on the board. Uh, delayed, delayed, delayed. I think we flew out at one o'clock the following morning. Got like missed out. Oh, uh, God. So, missed a whole day. Um, and you were at the uh, airport yeah. for a day. Yeah. I, I bumped into someone uh, that I went to college with who I'm pretty good with faces, but it took a while for me to clock this one. It's mm. only when he sort of told me what he was doing, but he was uh, also delayed trying to get out to Marbar or whatever because. Uh, He's a carpenter that uh, designs all the sets for Love Island. He works on set design <laughs> for Love Island. So he was off out to Love Island, uh, which is quite a surreal uh, conversation to have. Um, but um, the the one when my clutch fell out of the car, that that one, uh, a load of us were standing in this little hub, like this little like hut, uh, like a cabin type thing. It was really small. And I'd got really drunk, and so I was snoring. Uh, and the kids were like, you gotta stop. So I was like, <laughs> so I decided to sort of spare everyone. So uh, my car being in this state, I dropped the back seats down and thought I'm just gonna sleep in the car. Yeah. Uh, oh no. So literally just took a pillar and, and went and sort of laid on in the boot of my car, uh, which I'm not gonna lie. I'm, thankfully, I was quite drunk. Uh, Otherwise, I would have had no sleep. But it was not comfortable. It really was not comfortable. Uh, and then, obviously, I, I, I then sort of got like a car blanket or something that I'd found, and I was putting like coats over me to try and sort of keep the light out more than anything. Mm. Because come like four o'clock in the morning, like it was broad daylight, and obviously I'm just oh, sitting in my car. And I woke up, and I remember like my my lips being stuck to my teeth. And like completely dehydrated, and like just stuck in this like glass box, like just f- oh. so hot, and like but like hot and hungover, 
and like, and I just thought, oh my god! And by now, a lot of my mates were outside their huts, just like sitting there, just having a cup of tea, just discussing like how drunk they were and how hungover they are. And then I just remember them looking over and seeing me reversing out of my boot, <laughs> and they're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> I was, I was snoring. I went, you slept in your boot? I was like, yeah. And like, but as I was walking towards them and they're asking me these questions, I just carried on walking. And they're like, uh, and I think my mate Sean came with me and he was like, he was like, oh, I need to piss. Like, I'm going to go up to the showers. And I just carried on walking. He went, where are you going? I went, I can't stop. And I just, like Reggie Perrin, just carried on walking, just straight off the site onto the beach and just, into the sea <laughs> and I don't know if at the time I just thought I'm going to end it or uh, I just need to call down and deal with this hangover but I just walked straight out of the car into the sea and uh, and it was what I needed it, it, yeah. it was fucking freezing uh, and it woke me up and called me down but yeah waking up in a car oh. like in the middle of summer was insanely hot yeah that's horrid mate I can't I don't think I've woke up in a car when it's been that hot Mm. I've woke up in a few tents. Tents are horrible, aren't they, when it's really hot? Yeah. When I was in um, Rome the other day, we went to, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, oh, what's the fucking city? Uh, Pompeii. And like, it was just ridiculous like how hot it was. And as I sort of got there, I just looked and it was like, because there's loads of backpackers there, it was like camping. And I just thought, fuck that waking up in a tent like at the bottom of a volcano in like Italy which was fucking oh. scorched. I was just thinking oh that must be so horrible waking up in that tent like just yeah if there's aircon in tents someone needs to find little like little aircon units you can put in a tent like oh, they probably exist but uh... I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Tent bleak. Oh, it's grim. It's grim. But you know what? That comes nicely onto my next one, right? So my number three is I spent a lot of my youth on cats and campsites, right? In caravans. On holiday or just like um, no, through just, windows? 
Alright. Yeah, stealing stuff. Um <laughs> Lilo's Silver buckets. Yeah, exactly. Silver Dawn Silver Dawn campsite, I love it. God bless you. But one year it was particularly roasting hot. I was only I was about nine. No, I weren't. I was about eleven. And went down there and uh it was just so baking hot and had been in dad's back of Dad's Sierra all the way down there and he's carting the caravan. And caravans, they don't have fans in. And, and really, we didn't... I know it sounds crazy, but the whole family never had fans. It's like, you know we, what we used to do when you were hot? You just was hot. You, you, you get on with it? Yeah, you just was hot. Yeah. Like, that was it. Like, the, the, the solution was find some shade. And, like, mm. to be honest with you, it's a little bit like... I, I've taken a leaf out of Pip's book when he talks about winter. And, like, you know, if it gets cold, put a jumper on. Like, you don't have to fire up the heating straight away. I'm not saying die of hypothermia in your house. But, like, make a decision. Like, do you need to turn heating on or, or will a jumper just, you know... Mm. We'll do. And I think in summer we really need to think about these things as well because, you know, the planet is... Is this some long-winded route of you trying to tell people to take all their clothes off? I know, but it, now you've said that. Uh, you know, let's not try. Let's try and avoid the fans and the aircon. Like Pop your trousers off. Get just like be just be hot and like get some ice around your neck or something like that. And uh, you know, get some water, drink some cool water, and stay in the shade. That's what you had to do in Cla- Pop, Clacton. Pour the water all over the front of your t-shirt, ladies. Just cool yourself down. Wear a white t-shirt. Don't wear any prints on there. Mm. Don't wear, nice no need to wear underwear that'll just make you hotter yeah 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 don't wear any cacks just, and, and then just pour a nice ice cold <laughs> bottle of water <laughs> over your double D's I'm not going to make that anymore misogynistic I'll try, I'll, try. <laughs> I'll see if I can uh, Love Island's been terrible this year the boys there have really just oh, it's been a mess oh, but anyway I must, must remember to watch that <laughs> um Anyway, so you, do you know watch what our it? solution was? Yeah, I do with Molly. I haven't watched it for a week, uh, just, but not. So I only watch it when my missus watches it. But I do find it fascinating, like human behaviour. But um, and it's not. not all re- it's, not, it's not smart behaviour, though, is it? No, but that's not. That's not. You know, that's not what I watch it for. I'm not trying to learn anything like about science. I'm just watching how people interact and communicate. I find it fascinating. Um, anyway. That's the equivalent um, of saying you used to watch pornos in the eighties just because you thought the music was funny. Yeah, no, I, like you know, that's why I used to read like Playboy was for the you know all the articles. Yeah, as some well. really strong articles. Really in there. good articles in there about the environment. But yeah, basically in Clacton, you just was hot. That was it. Uh, that's what, what you're going only for to be you just, hot. You Don't just get hot. Cold. I'd have my fat Willie's Bermuda shorts on, and I'd be crawling. I'd, I'd be crawling, crawling around in, like from just, shade to shade. Let's give that a bit of context for any listeners uh, that don't know what Fat Willie's surf shirt <laughs> was. It wasn't fat. He had his Fat Willie shorts on because he had a big Willie. No, it's, no, it's I think just, our listeners know that. Or if they've mm. not seen me, they can tell. Yeah, there's no big dick energy coming out of this. Uh, no, no, it's literally powered by butter mushrooms. This podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. But, yeah, they used to do really cool Bermuda shorts, or we mm. thought they were cool. I mean, I've still seen those colours. I still, I think they still hold up. Um, yeah, so I had them on, and, you know, I wasn't, I probably got so many moles because of, of those days, like being out in the sun, uh, in the boiling hot heat, ha, yeah, having a complexion of Casper. But you know what my dad did this year? Well, I was complaining, 
uh, in the car and we got there and he set up and I was like, oh, I'm going to go and get in the pool. And it like Clacton, Silver Dawn uh, swimming pool was like, I don't know how many people died in there, but there must have been a few fatalities because it was like, you know, those old pools where they're painted the bottom blue, but it's like chipped paint. Yeah. And there's like an island in the middle that you could climb out of, but it was just like concrete slabs. Mm-hmm. There was just no <laughs> safety there. And my dad said, no, 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 it's empty this year. And so we got there, and for about the first two hours, I was just like absolutely just dripping in sweat, complaining. And he's like, well, go and play on the, go and play on the There was the no water in the pool. There was no water in the pool. Dad's like, well, go and play on the swings and that. That's holiday ruined, isn't it? And I was like, oh, Dad, it's just too up, mate. I, I really can't. He's like, oh, I guess you'll just be up then for a bit longer. And then a little bit later, I was still complaining. He said, why don't you go and take a dip in the pool then? I said, it's empty. He said, no, oh, I might have been lying about that. Ah, oh, <laughs> what a geezer. I love that. Let's crush my child as he arrives on holiday. Yeah. Just really break him, take him to his lowest ebb, <laughs> and then just pull it back just for yeah, shits and yeah, giggles. Yeah, like, it was 9 or 11, and my dad was abusing, mentally abusing me. And you know what? I'm grateful. Yeah. There's, a met- there's, there's some sort of... Me- there's, a, there's something in there. There's a story in there, but I'm not smart enough to figure it out. Oh, um, that is your- <laughs> fucking brilliant. <laughs> what's, your, what's your number two, mate? Uh, so I um, was really lucky that when, when I felt like, sort of got really obsessed with the, the old tie boxing, uh, mm. there was a, a, a fella called Jason Woodham mm. um, who, who swears when he comes back to the UK... Next on holiday, he will come on this podcast because he's got some incredible. I follow stories. him on Instagram. Obviously. Yeah, he might be hardcore listening to those. Yeah, he uh, he he's uh, Muay Thai Muppets on uh, on on Instagram, and he's like a, a multiple world champion uh, at Thai boxing, and he's just uh, a, a proper lad from South End. He's really good fun, and uh, and he's he, he was like when I got into that, he was like a proper hero, and he was called the handsome hero. He's a, he's a handsome mm-hmm. bugger, and. Uh, and I got the opportunity to go and have one-to-one lessons with him. And, and I, let's clear this up. I'm shit, right? That's and what I needed. And That's he's a needed. world champion, mm. right? Uh, but I was having these lessons with him, and it was brilliant. I'd, I'd drive down to South End, and we'd go in his gym, and he'd, he'd absolutely destroy me. And, like, and I would be a sweaty mess. <laughs> and, uh, and I remember him saying, right, okay, let's, let's have a spa. And I just thought, oh, I don't know about this. Like, that's like, that, you know, essentially, you know, to give it some context, that's like, you know, somebody that's, you know, a, an old man that likes a bit of boxing getting in the ring with Tyson Fury. <laughs> like, uh, and so I get in the ring with, with, with Jay and uh, and it, basically he's just, his hands are by his sides, he's smiling and he's laughing at me and he's just moving effortlessly around. And I'm lugging my mantis around, like just basically thinking, don't get hurt, like, don't get hit. And he's just peppering me with his legs kicks, like just without even trying. And he's just like bashing me up, not hurting me, you know, he's, 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 he's not an arse. Um, and I was trying to, because I'm quite tall, I've got long arms, yeah. I thought, I just, I've got to get one shot off. Yeah, anyway, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so fast forward, about after about a month, we've been doing this every week. At the end, we finished by sparring. I've never once hit him. Not even got anywhere near him. Right? <laughs> and uh, and invariably, I'll bite down on my gum shield and I get the ump because I was just getting frustrated yeah, and just yeah, being yeah. like tapped with shots. Yeah. yeah. And 
and and that would eat up. That would end up. You know, anybody that says, "I'll oh, just fucking knock him out, boxer," <laughs> like that's the last thing any boxer's ever going to do. And if just they do, him. just bite down on their gum shield and think they're just going to start throwing these big shots that can knock everyone. It doesn't work like that. The opponent just thinks, "Oh well, this is even easier now because they're completely stressing and just want to <laughs> throw everything into these big bombs that are going to miss you." Um, but yeah, this 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 time we, we was moving around the ring and he's, he's peppering me with shots. And I threw a jab, and then I threw a double jab, <laughs> and the second jab caught him. <laughs> and like, obviously, he's had people literally rip his head open with elbows in yeah. Thailand. Like, so he was not worried about my limp, yeah. my limp jab. Wristed but I just, jab, yeah. I just literally caught him on the chops with, with one jab. <laughs> one of the happiest and sweatiest moments <laughs> of my life, right? Because like. I've got a photo of it, which I will use on the artwork of me sitting cage side, uh, ringside, sorry, afterwards, uh, and I'm just soaked, like absolutely soaked, uh, and that was all just to land this one shot. So I landed this one limp shot uh, on him after weeks and weeks of it, <laughs> and as I clipped him with it, he raised both. I raised both my hands above my head like I just won the fucking fight, <laughs> and he just went. Bang, 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 bang. And hit me about four times in the face while my hands were above my <laughs> my head. And then I literally just collapsed in the corner and was just like, I don't even know if this is for me anymore. I like that I got so overexcited that I caught this champ with one uh... pathetic shot that I raised my hands above my head and he taught me a lesson for being smart. I won, I won, I got you. Pop, 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 pop. And literally I just I just ate four around the chops and was like, Yeah. I, so I will put the picture up. That he took of me. Uh, yeah. He took a couple. One of it, I'm laying on the floor, looking yeah. like I'm dead, and the other one, I'm sitting on the side of the ring, yeah. Yeah, absolutely yeah. soaked and exhausted. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. What's your number two? My number two is Egypt. Surprise, surprise. Oh, um, it's warm I'm there, isn't to, it? I'm trying to find a picture of me for my number one because it's just so, it's wonderful, but I can't find it. Um, so, uh. Egypt, it was the, easily the hottest weather I've ever been in. It was like 42 to 44 degrees. And, you know, like, I remember it's just this thing of, like, in the morning, although we were in air-conditioned apartments, and I must say, you know, that was a wonderful, that was wonderful. But I got up one morning, and they had complete blackout curtains. And I walked to the curtains, and I just opened them, like, straight up. And... um it flipping, it was like the, the movie Sunshine. I don't know if you've seen that, the Danny Boyle one, where they're like uh, the, the bad guy, he just sits in a room and faces the sun and bakes in the sun all the time. It was like that. I opened the curtains and it nearly, the sunlight was so strong, it nearly blew me away. And I remember like being by their pool and it being so hot, it melted all the glue in the um, in the book that I was reading, the pages all just started falling out, it was unbearably hot, like, there was a bit, because we we're by the coast, you got a bit of a, a breeze. Where was your charm? Uh, yeah, and I, but like, even of an evening, when you when you go out to their, like, their, their restaurants or whatever, that were on the roofs of their buildings, and it's still like 29 degrees, <laughs> it's like, you just couldn't escape the heat, it was absolutely fucking melting, but the, 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 the worst bit, which was also really fun, a bit like your uh, sandboarding, 
is did you have you been there? Have you been to Sharm? Twice, yeah. Oh, I had fucking hard. I went. I've been three. I've been four times actually. Twice as many as you. Oh, and oh, um, right, hang on, let me just. No, then it was ninety-seven. Five times actually. How many times did I say? Four. Forty. Forty oh, times. Sorry. Yeah. I yeah. Said, yeah. I've I been there five. every year of my life. Yeah. Uh, bar five, when I was. Yeah. Five. 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 Oh, the big five. Oh. Yeah. Fifty. <laughs> You've been there hot 50 there. times. It, it okay. is hot there, isn't it? It is really hot. But like, we did the quad bike. Did you do the quad biking in the sand dunes? No. Oh, mate. I put, my kid, I put my kid on a camel. Um, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Layla just argued and argued and argued she wanted to go on a camel. Uh, so I paid this guy like 10 quid or whatever it was <laughs> to put Layla on a camel. Uh, the camel sort of laid down. Layla got on the back and then Layla misjudged just how high it was. As soon as the camel stood up, she screamed uh, so loud. Uh, I then had to kind of pull her off of this camel. Uh, so she was on there for about three seconds. And I was like, sorry about that, mate. And he just went, okay. And I thought, you're keeping me tenor, aren't you? And he was like, yep. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> well, that camel's got, a, like, he's probably got, like, uh, fat shaming issues now. Like, uh, nope, that doesn't make... That doesn't make sense as a joke, so uh, I'll edit that one out. Um, yeah, that camel's probably got just uh, yeah some sort of complex, but uh, yeah, the, the the quad biking was just really, really, really fun. But it was baking hot, mate. Driving round across their their dunes just on a quad so bike. I think it's called a desert, mate. A desert, and you you just have to wrap your head up in a scarf. You're like, why do I need a scarf? And they're like, you are going to need to wear this headscarf. And these goggles, and you're like, oh, okay. And then obviously you realise once you start, like it is like you are covered in like sand, like almost like black sand by the time you're finished. And um, and obviously you've got a scarf wrapped around your bloody head, so it's it is absolutely melting hot. I've got to say that holiday was easily, even compared to like what we've just went through that this weekend, it doesn't compare to like being out in in one of those countries for like a, a forty. 44 degree heat, just insanely hot, man. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. 
American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Where I went from, my number was 45 degrees, I think. Um, <laughs> of course it was. And, uh, and, and, and yeah, I, I remember playing tennis in Sharm. At about two o'clock in the afternoon, and oh. people were like looking out of their hotel windows at me, like I was insane. Uh, it was stupidly hot in yeah. in, in there. But yeah. um, I'm going to go um, from my number one. I'm going to go to Vegas. Oh, uh, you know what? I considered going Vegas actually because it's super hot in it. So we, I, I went there uh, with a big gang of us, Big Papa Jay being one of those. Um, um, on one of the days we went to a, a shooting range, I, I may have mentioned this on here before, the, the, the Big Papa Jay had a pink vest on and a pink cowboy hat. Um, when we got there, some of the merchandise in this shooting range was questionable. <laughs> there was lots of calendars of like women with guns. Uh, I'm pretty much sure there was kind of like fridge magnets with slogans like God hates as you can imagine I'm sure you know what that was probably saying it was, it was <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. redneck yeah 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 yeah. so we go in and do this this shooting and um, I think we were shooting AK-47s and uh, and then a lot of the the, the the staff there were sort of looking at um, Big Papa Jay's missus uh, and she'd done her shots and then when she'd finished, as she walked back, she went up and kissed Just. <laughs> the look <laughs> on these rednecks' faces when they... Because re- like, A, Justin had a pink vest and a pink cowboy hat on and was being Justin. And then the look on their faces that they couldn't comprehend that she was with he... <laughs> Um, and so we'd done this, this this really fun thing, and it was it was like indoors, obviously, and it was so hot, and we were sweating. We got outside, and it was like, right, what can we do uh, when we, we we get out here? Uh, and but outside was like loads of um, tanks and stuff like that, and all sorts of like military stuff. And we said, like, oh, let's get a photo in front of like there was like a banner for the place and like and a tank or something. So we was like, well, let's get a photo there. And it was so hot. And like as you've been to Vegas, you know yeah, that yeah, uh, whenever you get into like a casino or anything, you just want to just get in there just to get some aircon because yeah. it's insane. Yeah. And uh, but we've taken this photo, and obviously me being tall lad, they're like, I go down on on onto like one knee in front of like the the group. And and I'm thinking, what's that smell? Uh, <laughs> and then they take the picture, and as I stand up, I look down, and the skin of my knee is still on the oh, floor. Oh, no way. And I was like, holy shit. And it, the, I literally stood up and felt the skin come off of my knee because the floor was so fucking hot. And I oh, just remember, like, being, we got a lift back, like, that, 
we we've done this deal That's with them grim. that they were taken from the shooting range out to the Hollywood sign. Sorry, mm-hmm. the, the Vegas, the Welcome to Vegas sign. So we get a photo there, then they take us back to our hotel, and it was in like an open top like military jeep, which was mm. fucking called bombing down like uh, bombing through Vegas, like yeah. you're in fucking platoon or something. It was fucking great, but it was so hot, and the sun was literally burning my exposed flesh on my knee. And then whenever I stand up, that like it was so hot, I, the sweat oh. would be running off of my body into like the into like the open wound. Fuck me, that was a day when I was. I am a sweaty mess. I need to get out of the heat because I left most of my knee on the floor <laughs> over there, and now the sun is literally baking the the the, the exposed uh, flesh. That is- it was pretty horrible. grim. It was horrible. The yeah. Vegas heat as well, like you say, it's dry heat, isn't it? There's no, it's arid as fuck. Yeah. So. Uh, just a quick honourable mention before you do number one for um, being in assembly uh, at school. Um, uh, I'm really wishing I had a poo before I went to school and sitting in assembly, really thinking, oh no, I'm going to fart and it's going to be really loud and everyone's going to laugh. But essentially, then that would mean it's game on and just that anxiety-ridden sweat of your stomach churning because you really need a whoopsie, uh, but you know that you can't have one at school. Oh, that's horrible, mate. Yeah, not good. Not good. That's horrible, yeah. Knowing you need a poo, holding it in will make you sweat. I had it yeah. the other day. I was driving back from um, Leon C, and all of a sudden I had, I'd forgotten I'd eaten a load of hot sauce the night the day before. And just that is such a funny thing because I always forget and I go, oh, I start getting some stomach cramps and I'm like, and then and then once they persist for about an hour and they're really bad, I'm like, oh, I forgot. I went absolutely mental with hot sauce yesterday and I was stuck in hot traffic. It was the hottest day and I had to go and see my, my niece and I was stuck in traffic coming back. And honestly, Stu, I was sat there thinking, I'm going to shit everywhere all over this. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have to shit in here. I'm just going to have to shit. Or do I just pull over and just have everyone watch me shit on the side of the, you know, the A127? Mm. Uh, but thankfully, I just about to manage to keep that. That would have um, been fucking a one big poo heaven. Oh, I would have felt good. Also mm. shameful. Like people dri- driving past me bibbing while I'm just looking at them, just firing it all over the <laughs> <over laughs> shoulder. Do you know what? When I see people like... If I see a car and I just think, why is that car parked up there? Mm-hmm. And you just see a bloke having a piss in the bushes. I mm. almost want to go, eh, eh, oh, hey, good boy. <laughs> like, I, 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 there's something really liberating about, like, do you know what? I've fuck just got to go. Fuck the world, I need a piss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've just got to go and it's not yeah. happening in the car. If it means I get put away for a year, I'll do the time. Yeah, I need exactly. to piss. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're not pissing into the motorway, I don't suppose a cop's going to have a problem with it. But, you know, no. who knows? Um, right, so my number one, is Vietnam, um, and uh, I wasn't. I didn't serve in Vietnam. <laughs> no, I trained a lot of people uh, yeah. who went out there for um, uh, the American and the and the Viet Cong. I, I trained both sides really. Yeah, I wanted to be fair. Yeah. Um, but um, I went to Vietnam, and yeah. like basically, it was hot as fuck. It was great. Uh, it was great other than um, I was with a partner who um, well, was we well a known. maniac <laughs> maniac and uh, I'm sure I, I contributed towards that, uh, that you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't have helped no exactly right so but anyway we I decided to do kite surfing for a couple of days in Moine which is like highway sorry sorry sorry, sorry 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 
a couple of days. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had training for a couple of days kite surfing. It was brilliant. Um, massive waves, and it doesn't matter how much um, on the uh, on the second day. It didn't matter how much uh, like sunblock I put on my face. At the end of that day, and I was in the sea for about seven hours. No, I wasn't. I'm lying. I was in the sea for four hours. It had nuked my face. Like I've been looking, trying to look for the picture that I've got of me. My face had been fucking mated. It was. It was brown black. How bad my spam. I still had a beard. My spam nose and cheeks were fucking absolutely destroyed. And um oh, it was brutal. And I remember that night, like my, we got back to the hotel and uh one of the people at the hotel said told just said to me, follow me. And we went out into uh went out around the back of the apartments and then he just cake glazed my face. In his cum, just to cool it down. No, uh, he he cut up. Uh, uh, he, there was an aloe vera plant just naturally growing, and he cut a leaf off this aloe vera plant and just like put that on my face to cool it down, because it was absolutely wrecked. And that night was just such a horrible, horrible. Like even with aircon, my face and the rest of my body, because it weren't just my face, felt like they were on fire, and it was just a really uncomfortable experience but what makes this all worse is the next day once we got back uh yeah what we, we, we were going to travel up the coastline and go right the way up the uh, uh up the coastline to our next destination but it was a 12 hour coach trip and we had to get on this coach and was I, there uh, no and it was oh, and it was no, light no, and these no, coat no, and these no. and this coach trip it wasn't sat it wasn't sat it was lying down you lay on the coach and there's a picture my ex took of me and i'm just pulling a weird face but i look like i'm in hell and my face is look like peer it's just it's just before all the skin just starts flaking off your face maximum burnage um it's like they've opened the arc it was like I'd opened the arc on myself and then I was stuck on a coach for 12 hours, non-stop. Oh, no, it pulled over once. Tell a lie. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, mate, that was like hell on earth being in that sweaty thing. The only saving grace is I didn't have a hangover because if, if, if I think I had a hangover as well, I'd have probably just killed myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I'd have just been like, I don't think I can handle any more than don't this. I don't think I can make it. No. So that was definitely the worst time, was that, like, just burning myself to absolute cinder, nearly drowning, and then having to do a 12-hour coach trip looking like an absolute wreck. And if I can get the picture, I will post it as, I will do it as the artwork. But okay. I, won't be, uh, I won't be contacting my ex for that picture either. No, probably um, wise. Hey, how you doing? Uh, can I get that photo from uh, 2014, please? <laughs> yes. So there you have it. All our sweaty messes all rolled into one. We'd like to hear your sweaty messes, folks. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Send them in to us. Yeah, stay cool, people. Uh, We'll be back next time. As mentioned at the beginning, uh, go check out our Patreon. Get involved now because um, some big announcements coming Mm. soon about this very podcast and Patreon. some uh, some big things are going to be happening um and yeah we want you on board for the mm-hmm. ride um patreon.com forward slash hardcore listing um yeah we'll see them next time right catch you next time gang hardcore.
It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast.